Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeliso, your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. Welcome to yet another fascinating episode of the Sports Live Podcast. The year is winding down, but the sporting action is only getting hotter. This week, we will see who will make it to the Telcom Knockout Final when Mamelodi Sundowns meet Lamontville Golden Arrows, Abafana Bestende, and Kaiser Chiefs Lockhorns with Maritzburg United this very weekend. So many subplots in those fixtures, like Chiefs coach Ernst Middendorp, had a number of stints at Maritzburg United, while Arrows are fresh off a whimsical win over the Brazilians in the league. Sundowns are also reportedly in a bit of a crisis. If the papers are to be believed, coach Pizzo Musmane and the head of communications, Goldfingers Alex Shagwane, are at loggerheads at the moment. And to help us unpack this and a lot of other things happening in the sporting scene. We have in-house senior sports writer, Mahlatze Mpahlele, in studio. Bra Mahlatze. Sure. Thanks again for joining me. Thank it's you. funny how I opened this podcast with you as a guest. Uh, we're chatting uh, Diani Sugar Mabunda yeah. and Israel Folau. How yeah. many things have changed since then? Welcome back, yeah, Puli. Just in sports, eh? <laughs> Religion in sports, I mean. Religion in sports, yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to stick... Just to the sports yeah. uh, today. Um, before before we, we we delve any deeper, you were at Bafana Bafana against uh, Sudan, where um, Mulefi Nzeki's squad won a rather atrocious Afcon qualifier one nil on Sunday. How was that? Um, it was a it was an iffy uh, win, if I if I if I may say, uh, no, not convincing at all. Um, you know, we expect Bafana Bafana to be really. Mm doing extremely well uh, in terms of scoring goals and being you know, imposing and uh, dominating a side like uh, Sudan with the utmost of respect. Yeah. Um, uh, they, 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 they pretty much just scraped through. Um, they went into that game under a lot of pressure because we lost our first match against them, against Ghana. And um, and uh, they had to win. Uh, fortunately, they did manage to win, but uh, it was not pretty on the eye, to be honest with you. They missed a lot of chances. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just hope that with the break that is, you know, between now and the next World Cup qualifier mm. early next year, uh, the coach would have had, uh, you know, a sit down with the technical team and, and uh, you know, try and come up with something better because we definitely cannot continue like this. Yeah. I had a chat with Utiani uh, Mabasa as well as Sihlen um, Debele some, some period during the podcast uh, series about the merits of uh, Mulefi Nseki's appointment, you know, and the he's a you can tell he's a safa man, yeah, right. He's he's like a Sheikh's Mashaba in a way. That comes with its pros and cons because mm. the pro is that you know he he knows safa as an organization, so the likelihood of him being at loggerheads with his own boss, yeah. like his predecessor, is is slim. But at the same time, he's had to face cheap appointment accusations yeah. uh, what's what's your view on how he's done so far two wins in three not a great performance against yeah. ghana away in accra but you know at least he got the three points against Sudan. um you know 
it's, it's always tricky. You're right, he's a Safa guy. Um, he has been in the system for too long. Um, started off with under 17s, qualified them for mm. AFCON and World Cup and all those kinds of things. Um, he's a Bafana coach now. Uh, I don't think that he was number one on the list of <laughs> the people who will come and coach Bafana Bafana. Yeah. But uh, we have seen in the past that, uh, you know, these kinds of uh, unexpected appointments to Bafana Bafana uh, tends to to surprise us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm not complaining. Uh, you know, South Africans, we... we, we, we we're very picky when it comes to coaches who coach on national teams. Are, are we ever satisfied? Though? Are we um, ever satisfied? And this is a question I always there ask is a, guys. There's always a level of satisfaction when he's a local guy. Um, and I think okay. it depends across the okay. across the world. Um, so we're happy that he's uh, local. Personally. But are we happy with him? Uh, the caliber of the guy, um, he's not your, uh, your Carlos Kiroz. He's not your... You have Rana in terms of experience and <laughs> having been there. And yeah, he's yeah. Milifin, I'm, I'm not in any way disrespecting yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his experience is not there. But, uh, you know, he has been coaching national teams for a while. Yeah. Uh, junior national teams. He has yeah. been uh, assisting uh, senior national coaches who were with Bafana before. Yeah, to, so, to the last two, actually. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, you can't really dismiss him as a, as a, as a nobody. Mm, uh, mm, the issue mm. which with me is that... Uh, um, you know, you can't do anything uh, but or, or run away from the accusations of him being the cheaper option because, uh, in all honesty, Bafana, Bafana, I mean, Safa cannot afford to get where mm. they want to come. Mm. So he's here now, and uh, we can only wish him well. I think uh, it's up to us as a country to support the guy. Yeah. Uh, you saw what happened with the rugby when a local guy comes through and then he gets all the support. You know, I, I'm not saying he'll win the World Cup, but uh, let's support him and let's try yeah. and qualify. Uh, for the World Cup and last time qualify for the next couple of nations, and you know we'll take it from there. Is he? I don't know. I want to. I want to do a little bit of a paradox with uh, Rulani Mukwena at Pirates. You know the Mukwena appointment was o- almost the. They didn't want to think too hard. They didn't want to drag it too long, and they wanted to give a hungry person an opportunity. Yeah. You can say both of them even though the results, you can't exactly match them and, and they're coaching at different levels as well. Mm. But you can say both of them have the opportunity to change their the, the trajectory as coaches. I mean, Rolani is still very young in age as well as coaching experience. But Mulefi Nzeki has also got an opportunity to change what people might perceive to be the cheap op- option. Well, if you look at the two, the only thing which is synonymous with them is that um, you know both went for in the absence of the very best, right? Uh, they've went for what is available, which also ticks the box of continuity. Ah, uh, right. Ren has been there. I mean, mm. you know, why do you want to go and get somebody uh, outside who will come and you know start uh, understanding the plan? So uh, 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 Ren has been there and uh, you know let him continue and, and see what happens. Believe uh, he has yeah, been there as yeah. an assistant coach. Uh, you know, let him continue and let's, let's ah. see what happens. And also, to a large extent, I guess you're saving a little bit of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. It's we, not a bad thing. I mean, I don't think Rene ends the same as Mitchell. I don't think the same as the previous head coaches were any. So, in terms of continuity, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. For Mukwena, uh, you, you know, you rightfully say, you know, the standards, are, the levels are not the same. Yeah, the other one is yeah. a national team. The other one is a local club. Yeah. Uh, you know, for Pirates, um, not really haven't had, um, you know, uh, y- y- things have not been smooth. But uh, then again, uh, you know, looking at, uh, you know, what maybe 
Dr. Kozes time to do is to give him a chance. Uh, he has repeatedly refused to speak about the, 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 mm. the situation mm. in Paris. Mm. Uh, the fans are a little bit edgy. Agitated. Um, yeah. You know, you I just mean, don't know what is going to happen. What is it? Two competitive defeats in the Soweto Derby already this year with the, the promise of a return mm. league, yeah. um, uh, uh, you know, clash. That can't go down well with, with Pirates fans at all. No, it can't go down well. Um, I, I, I was I was at the Telcom knockout derby, <coughs> and uh, fortunately I had a chance to speak to to him uh, at the airport when we were coming back. And uh, you know one of the things about that defeat for Paris was well, not good, but mm. uh, it was it, 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 it was nice if I can use the word nice to see Pir- to see Pirates going Actually down. Fight. Going down early yeah. in the second, in, in, a man down in, early in the second half, yeah. and forcing this mess to go all the way to penalties. Uh, they didn't play that bad. Uh, it could have gone either way. I mean, if you, you know, Chiefs at the moment are a team that is, uh, you know, easing with confidence. They've been doing very well under yeah. Yeah. Even though, if you put the two together, uh, you can argue that the team that plays better football is Pirates. Yeah, yeah, that, you could, than, yeah, than Chiefs, but, the but results, Chiefs are ju- just, just found a formula to, to, to get over the of line. going out there and getting yeah. the three points, or yeah. going out there and getting a win in a cup match, which is what is important. Yeah. So the Pirates fans, though, actually, they it's might, like the old Chiefs. Actually, yeah, uh, Pirates fans, even though they may be disappointed at the moment, you know what gives them hope is that the team is at least playing, you know, a good brand of football. Yeah, which is what uh, you know maybe. Uh, this guy will grow into the role and then yeah. you know, next season, if he's still there, we may see something different. If he start the season again, go to pre-season, you know, get a few players that he wants, yeah. you know, you'll never know. But w- whether he will be there next season or not is another story. Right. Other side of the uh, Yekske yeah. River. Pretoria. Yeah. Pitorikwan. Hlokop. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's going on there, Bramashat? Yeah, <laughs> is 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 are we seeing the the the, the end of this uh, Sundowns dynasty? Um, I think I think it's 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 a little it's it's little early to say. Um, if 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 you've been, if you've been following Sundowns over the past well since Pizzo arrived, uh, they've often tend to to be slow starters in the especially in the league. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I, you know it will be too early for people to start panicking about sundowns um, is it results orientated though or is it backroom politics well you know the, the issues of the bedroom backroom stuff you you, you you really never know until you are in there because uh, i know there was an issue of the sms's which uh, cropped mm, up uh, you know mm. sometime last weekend you know people are saying this or that and mm, mm. um uh, you know things that happens behind the scenes you just never really know mm. uh, what's going on um, you know, this one accused the other one of something and all those things. And it's always difficult. But, uh, you know, from what we can see, which does not need us to bring in there is, you know, how they are performing on the field. I, th- I don't think they're performing to the best uh, of, right. the, of the ability, given the quality that is there. Um, I will still say that um, it will be too early to, 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 to start dismissing Sundowns mm. as a team that will have a say as to what... Uh, you know how this the, the entire season will will, mm. will, will continue. Uh, my feeling is that I, I see a situation where if Sundowns can manage to win two league matches, they will suddenly put uh, you know put Chiefs under a lot of pressure, mm. uh, regardless of whether Chiefs drop or continue to 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 to, to get points. Just to have Sundowns breathing down because the Because they will Chiefs at the moment will not need a Sundowns that is 
picking up consistency. No one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> because if they do that, then it's a problem. <laughs> and I can tell you now, uh, knowing Pizzo and you know how he has done this so many times. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you now that the players for the past maybe five days have not been training. He must have given them some time off to to, to just recover. Um, yeah, yeah. After 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 this uh, transfer, after this uh, FIFA window, um, you know, he's got uh, Telkom Cup, Telkom he's got the league, yeah. and the Champions League is, is is continuing now. So he must have given them time to recover. Uh, fortunately, maybe for him, Mshishi uh, is back. Uh, Serino is back. I think I think it's pretty fortunate Mshishi didn't play in the yeah. internationals. Yeah. Uh, I think he's tired, man. Yeah, also, well. I mean, you know, the to be a starter injured, locally, Kev, uh, uh, yeah. and, and for Bafana duties, for it's the better much, part yeah. of the last two years, it's, much, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot, yeah, and I mean, it's not only him. Uh, you know, a big, chunk of, uh, a big chunk of the team plays for Bafana, mm. and the rest are playing for their countries uh, on the continent. So, yeah, if like, it's the FIFA yeah, week, yeah. he's left with, uh, uh, what, less than half the squad. Yeah. So... Sometimes you just give them some time off and you yeah. know, they forget about football. And and uh, we w- I will really be in, in a position to get sundowns now when they come back. Mm. Maybe uh, you know, three or four games in the league. Uh, in the Champions League, I'm sure they will negotiate their way around. They've been doing this now for, 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 for um, what, six, seven years. Yeah. Uh, the other key thing for them is the cup. Um, they will want to progress to the final of the, of the, of the Telecom Cup. And there again... Uh, we you know, having an opportunity of seeing them and against Chiefs in the Telkom knockout final, which will be something that is good for for our football in the country. But Look, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. still early to to really be the, the the repeat of the 2015 yeah. Telkom knockout. In, in and you know what will happen? They <laughs> the drop. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be. Have you have you enjoyed much. the comments though <laughs> between uh, Pizzo and 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 uh, Middendorf? <sighs> yeah, well, uh, sometimes a little bit over the top, but uh, I've always said that. Uh, I've always said that uh, um, you know Pizzo has earned the right to 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 speak his mind. Um, he is a guy who has achieved a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't like people when they attack each other. Sometimes it becomes personal, and I don't think okay. it has really been like that. Um, uh, Pizzo is using all these things <laughs> to, to 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 as as you know as part of his mind games, and uh, uh, you know Mourinho used to do this with yeah. uh, with Azenbenga and other coaches. Yeah, uh, you try must try and get under the skin of the opposition and to uh, see if you cannot beat them before you actually meet them. <laughs> so kind of backfire <laughs> when <laughs> they lost to the to It has been entertaining. Uh, you know, he has acquired this benefiting phrase, which has been doing very well uh, for us. Every time there's a mistake from the ref, uh, benefiting is trending on Twitter. So yeah, it has been it has been nice. Uh, uh, you always want. Uh, you know that the uh, rivalry between two coaches in the league. I mean, you yeah, yeah. the dull league yeah, where no. uh, people are, 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 they are showing are the line all and the everything is all no, PR. I mean, no, 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 it's not good. Uh, Pizzo and, and, and Middendrop is good for the league. Yeah, no, I love it. I have to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Good, it. Yeah. Um, I, I love it when Pizza was having a goal because imagine them playing in a high stakes game <laughs> in a telecom knockout fight. I, that would be amazing, and it will put a lot of rest under pressure. That would be fantastic. I will. I will love to go to that match. Now, before I let you go, Pramakat, we have something called the Upset and Playmaker of the Week here. I'm going to need you to adjudicate. I put together the options. Uh, if you've got a, 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 an option that I've not included, feel free to go against the script. Um, there weren't too many upsets in the world of sport. No, no, this is general uh, mm. sports. Uh, but I managed to pluck out 
uh, three results that I think might be of an upset nature. The first being on the tennis court, uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas mm. defeated Roger Federer in the semifinals of the ATP Tour Finals in London last week before going on to win the tournament by beating Dominic Thiem in the final by three mm. sets. The actual upset, I think, is was on Roger. Roger, who had beaten Djokovic, yeah. knocked out Djokovic in, in that competition. Option two... Now, this is really left field. Comoros Islands drew 0-0 with Egypt yeah. uh, in the 2021 AFCON qualifiers last Tuesday. And they are option three as well when they beat Togo uh, the previous Thursday in Togo. Now, yeah. I know it's not the the, the, yeah. the old Togo that, that made the, the, the World Cup for the first time, I think, in 2006 in Germany, but... Who are Comoros Islands to do and get these results? And they're top of, of their group, actually, yeah. with four points at the moment. So I'll leave it to you uh, to adjudicate for us that upset. Okay. Um, let me go off the script ah. and say, well, maybe not an upset, but you will tell me. I think bread, bread binder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, but bread binder... Ah, well, maybe ah, maybe not an upset. Puff yeah. for ah. the course for him. Eh? <laughs> is that guy has been winning eh? since yeah, Moto yeah. Three, Moto Two, you and see, I think he's going to the, the big one now. Yeah, he's going to Moto GP next year. Maybe it, if he wins the race, we'll yeah. give him next year. Maybe ah, you know, that guy has been some eating. guy who has a lot of kids. I think we should be proud of. Eh? No, we are definitely uh, proud it's, of it's, uh, it's Fred Binder. It's a tough environment that he's operating in, and for him to have done as well as he has done, I think. Yeah, no. We must make him tent. We must make him. Uh, <laughs> we must make sure that everybody knows about him, especially Yankees in the townships and all those things. No, no, no. It's to, done. To, to it's done very, very well. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's an upset. Yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. not. Yeah. New, of um, these options. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I guess. Say? I guess Comoros. Um, I just don't know what's going on in terms of their systems in football in that country. Um, maybe they've decided to. To, to to I don't know to take it serious or what I mean I, I think that's for me that's what makes it so yeah because I, you know if if the FA uh, you know uh, takes it serious put put systems in place yeah uh, you end up uh, with uh, with uh, with results like that like uh, Cape Verde like Cape when, Verde when once, they started uh, coming up remember Angola some other time qualifying mm, for the World Cup mm, and, mm. you know maybe some at some stage you just some sometimes maybe also you just become lucky. You just yeah. have this lucky run that everything goes your way and yeah. boom, you, there you are where nobody expected it to be. But yeah, I guess Comoros, uh, still early though. Uh, let's see if they actually uh, qualify if they can, for, you know, Let's for, see if they can, uh, they can maintain the, the, the momentum and qualify. Remember Lesotho some other time qualified for the for, 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 for the Cup of Nations also. Yeah. But when they go to the tournament, nothing happened. You know, maybe, yeah. you know, let's see, still early, but uh, so far so good for them. Yeah. All right, playmaker uh, Tommy Fleetwood, as we now already know, came yeah. uh, from behind to win a sudden death victory at Sun City to claim the Nedbank Golf Challenge, otherwise known as Africa's major. Uh, option two is Lebohang Piri, which you were there live to see yeah. him score his first Bafana Bafana goal and the stunning winner, obviously, over Sudan at Orlando Stadium. And a bit, bit of a far-field option, but Dean Elgas, 88 not out to lead the Tswana yeah. Spartans to the first Mzanzi Super League victory, uh, beating Power Rocks, much fancied Power Rocks side, yeah. uh, by eight wickets. Now we're talking playmaker. This is an individual award. Yeah, this will be a bit difficult. Uh, I mean, all of them, Dean Elga, he has always been crying you that he wants to play. Yeah, he wants to play uh, <laughs> the shorter formats because yeah, everyone is like, I think he's, he's long form. saying to everybody, look what I'm doing. Yeah. 
Ja. Uh, Fleetwood, um, yeah, I mean, uh, at the end of play on Saturday, it didn't look like you will end up being the winner. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't watch on, on, on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, maybe let me give it to Bafana, given... Okay. Given since the since impo- you were there. The you, yeah, also, you know, the importance of the goal. Um, we'll probably have dropped two points if we didn't win that match. And um, it was going to be a disaster for us yeah. to start uh, the qualification process with only two points of the two matches. I mean, one point of the two matches. Yeah. So, and also, it was a beautiful goal. Um, I think uh, Piri is a right-footed player, but, you know, he took a nice shot under really? pressure oh. with a left foot. Uh, it was mm. a well-taken goal. Mm. Keeper, no chance. Mm. Uh, quick reaction on the ball because the ball yeah, actually yeah. rebounded from a Sudanese defender. And he had someone behind him chasing him. Yeah. So there was not enough space inside the box for him to execute. But yeah, he was quick off the market, reacted quickly, and took a shot. And you know, it, the keeper had no chance there. So uh, the beauty of the goal, uh, the importance, the of, importance the, of the goal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give it to Piria. All right, Lebohan <laughs> Piri. And I, I, I really well done, hope sir. for his sake that uh, this is the beginning of nice things uh, for him, or maybe a consistent run for him with the national team because. He has been on the fringes for too long, and I, I kind of like him as a footballer. I think he's a decent. Yeah, he's a decent footballer. All right, we'll get into more Lebohang Piri in the weeks to come. Right, that wraps up the first part of our conversation with the Pramashlats and Pashlele. Next up, we switch back to rugby. Conversation with a guy that used to coach some of the World Cup winning Springboks. Elir Fana is who I'm chatting to, and he used to coach Lukanyo Am as well as Makazole Mapimpi. We are now joined on the line by none other than former border head coach, Elliot Fana. Now, Elliot Fana is one of the guys that uh, coached border during one of its most prominent years, and he got the privilege shall i say of guiding the two young talents that we saw in the spring box that was magazole mapimpi as well as lukanyo um uh bra elliot how did you feel seeing those two boys lifting the the world cup trophy uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, i'm very happy to see those two players uh, lifting uh, the world where where uh, trophy uh, one is I'm happy for the players themselves, and then two I'm happy for their families, and then thirdly for our region uh, Eastern Cape because it is a hub. We view it as a hub of uh, black rugby. Yes, it is a hub. A lot of people uh, seem surprised that a talent like Makazola Mapimpi can come from the rural areas and not go to these big schools and still somehow manage to get to the Springboks, but. You and I both know that this talent, there's plenty of this talent in the Eastern Cape. Yes, correct. There's plenty of uh, talent in the Eastern Cape. And I should think it's high time that we move beyond uh, this uh, issue of only uh, focusing on boys from big schools, you know. Maybe it's high time that we focus on what I will term, we look at the potential of a, a, a player in particular the player that we are talking about now, Makazole Mapimbi, because if we were to say 
uh, were taking boys from uh, big schools. He was going to miss out. But the fact that at the time when I was coaching border, I was looking at potential. So to, to, to build the, 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 the border uh, uh, and a uh, provincial team, because at that time, this boy was not an international player. He was not a provincial player. I purely went on the potential that was there. We saw that um, uh, just starting with Luca and your arm, there, there are a lot of natural raw skills that arm possesses. What, what did you see in, in this boy uh, when, when you gave him an opportunity to play in the midfield of that border team, I think between 2013 and 2016 when you were head coach? Lukanya won. I, 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 I was always a fan of the potential. You know, that's the key word for, 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 for me, that I was looking at potential. Then in terms of his skills, the boy had flair because we were utilizing him as a 12 and also as a 13 as well. So he could play uh, inside center or, or outside center. But the most outstanding thing about uh, Lukanya Arm, he's a student of the game. And he's very uh, humble, and he, he is uh, crucial. So I should think his uh, people's skills were always uh, punching above the mark when it comes to uh, uh, look. And there was a time where he went to the Falcons and things didn't work out uh, well, but you guys were happy to welcome him back back to border. What what were those years like? I think it was 2014 uh, for him. And um, what what was he like mentally and and um, you know emotionally? Uh, the boy was uh, highly frustrated at that time, and you you will remember as well uh, that this was during the time that there was a turmoil uh, at border, where we had uh, two teams. I should think there was a team that was uh, under uh, the auspices of uh, the late uh, Mr. Andre Killian, and then there was a team that was under the auspices of uh, Mr. Mkolo, who was the president of uh, Border Rugby Union. So when Lucano came back from uh, the Falcon, he went into the academy, the academy that was run by uh, the current manager of uh, the Kings uh, team, Mr. Zingiela, and also uh, the head coach at that time of the academy, the Sarupod Academy, it was uh, Mr. Lumumba uh, Kari, who was very uh, fond uh, of uh, Luke. And they actually approached us as a senior uh, border provincial team uh, management, and they said, yeah, he's a boy, he's good enough, we think he can play at this level, he can add value. I then invited him over for a few sessions, and our backline coach at that time, uh, Kumani Boy, he, he really liked what he saw from uh, Luke, and as far as I was concerned as well, I saw potential, because at that time, the, the guys that were, 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 were playing for border were club rugby players. In particular, Makazole Mapindi that you referred to. He was coming from a club. Mm. And then look at that stage, was then housed at an academy. So there were no professionals at border rugby football union at that time. So all these players were players that were coming, one, from the institutions such as University of Water and Walter Sisulu. And then two, they were coming from club rugby from teams like Winter Rose and uh, Swallows, who have just uh, played in the um, uh, national championship, and then uh, Forte University. Yes, and uh, that that team didn't do uh, too badly. Actually, it was very good. You reached the playoffs of the first first division of the Cup first division, if I'm correct, uh, a, a couple of times with those boys. 
I was told by those that are well vested when it comes to history of border rugby union that the last time that a border a professional team played in the uh, playoffs, it was 12 years ago. Now, that team did so well because I remember it went into the playoffs where we, I think we lost against uh, Griffon, if my memory serves me well. And that team was truly uh, built on the potential. So uh, potential speaks volumes when it comes to players from our shores, the whole of Eastern Cape. They either have already alluded that they were not professional players there that you can pinpoint and say this team of Border Rugby Football Union was being built around certain players who have played professional rugby and all of that. It was purely built around the Saru Border Academy, the Investor Forte, and the club. So we are just talking pure potential. Yeah, and 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 Luke was a was a number twelve in your team, right? Yes, Luke was the number uh, twelve because of his distribution uh, skills, and they said that he could easily get uh, offload. The other guys were playing around him, the likes of uh, Onke Dubase, mm. the current captain of Border Bulldogs. Uh, uh, Billy Dutton, who also hails from the investor for So he was more of a playmaker at that particular time. Mm, mm. And when he moved to the Sharks, they saw him as a number 13. But it seems like he, the way he's so talented that, you know, now people see him as a 13 and he is now the starting or was a, the starting 13 at the Springboks in a World Cup final, which is uh, shows how how talented he was to play a different position and and make it all the way to the Springboks and win a World Cup. Um, yes, the, the, the key issue there is that as I've already alluded, that you can use him at both. Mm. Even us at Border, we did uh, see him as a 13 as well, but we did not have uh, a, a 12 mm. that could do the job that he was doing at the time. And if you look at the current uh, Springbok uh, setup, the whole World Cup. Was being centered around uh, uh, defense. Now, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the team is a key when it comes to uh, uh, defense because it can marshal people on on the inside and also on the outside as well. I'm under the impression I don't know what was Rafi's reasoning of playing him at 13, but I will, I will take a guess and say the reason he was played at 13, it was because he is so good when it comes to uh, organizing his organizational skills, when it comes to uh, defense, and hence maybe Rafi played in there at 13, because I know a guy like um, uh, Jack, uh, he likes people to communicate on defense, mm. so maybe the main reason that he wanted Luke to play at 13, it was purely because they needed someone who's got good um, uh, organizational skills. And Luke, uh, look, um, so this is exactly that. I'm told that Umakazole uh, Mapimpi is one of the most disciplined guys you will find in a team in terms of his lifestyle and taking care of, of his body. And uh, there were a few guys, you might say, um, that were ahead of Mapimpi maybe in their careers because he was playing rural rugby just as recently as maybe 2014 and he was he was playing at Winter Rose and as well as Swallows and playing in the Dalimpofu Easter tournaments, you know, those kind of um, uh, local tournaments. Um, but I'm told that he, because of his discipline, he was able to overtake a lot of guys who were maybe ahead of him in the provincial ranks and then he, he, he just 
continued to make it as far as he did? Um, I agree with the people that are saying uh, Magazole Matimbi is ahead of his time when it comes to uh, discipline. The main reason I'm saying that it is truly because he understands that um, his body is actually uh, his temple. He needs to look after his body in order for him to yield the, the, the quality of the results that makes him to perform on the rugby field. Uh, he's a kind of a guy that can take an instruction. Uh, he's not somebody uh, who will not take an instruction and work against the coach. You know, he's a very positive guy. If you tell him that this is white, he takes it with a good heart and with a good mind that this is the line that I need uh, to, to tow, and he does as the uh, instruction. Uh, he is a pleasure to have around uh, in a team. And in actual fact, I must say, I was very surprised when they came back from the World Cup and he was um, actually taking questions from, from the media <laughs> because he's not that type of a guy that can actually uh, 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 give uh, responses to the media and all of that. But I, I, I saw uh, Makazole that has grown when it comes to how he reacts to the media and all of that, which is a plus for a guy from the rural uh, areas as well. Now, Bra Elliot, before I let you go, um, how do we make sure that the Mapimpis, there are more Mapimpis coming out of uh, rural areas and um, we make sure that, you know, these talented boys, and there are plenty. I'm from Pilton myself. Uh, we have a team there called Olympics. We've, we've, they love rugby there in that area. You know, we've produced Olungelopai, who've played for Border and, and Western Province. And, you know, but these kids, they they get, you know, they don't get opportunities to, to progress and they end up, we end up not seeing them any further. How do we make sure that there are more Mapimpis going forward in the future of South African rugby? Uh, if we, 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 we want to make sure that there's a lot of uh, Magazole Mapimpis, uh, we have to get our system right. When I say we must get our system right, I mean... We, we, there are two things that you can do in terms of looking after a rugby player. One, you need to create what we call a professional pathway. And then two, you need to develop. So that means there must be a lot of uh, tournaments that are out there. And then there should be proper governance of rugby because rugby in the Eastern Cape, Eastern Cape it is not properly governed. That's where the problem is. Yes, we do have talent, but what is it that we do with our talent? We cannot nature our talent due to the fact that we are lacking financial uh, resources. We are found wanting when it comes to issues of proper governance. Our club rugby is dying, and so is our provincial union, uh, Border Rugby Football Union. So it is high time that uh, there is an investment in a form of a capacity building where we take people that are knowledgeable, and then we make them administer our rugby. Our rugby in the Eastern Cape uh, is not well administered. It must be well administered so that we can see more and more of the Magazole Matindi. Bra Elliot, you, are you still the director of uh, rugby at Forte University? I am currently the chairperson of Forte Rugby. Chairperson of Forte Rugby. Yes. Now, tell me about the, the, the influence or the impact of universities, historically black universities 
in this pathway that you you are talking about in rugby what role do you guys have to play in making sure that these boys are playing Vasti Shield and hopefully a Vasti Cup just so that they can at least have a platform there we, we, we need to teach our children to make use of uh, the platforms that are already available for them. Currently, you can go to quite a number of institutions. You will find that talented boys cannot play in our shield teams. One, because they cannot pass at school. The opportunities are there. But when the boys come to our uh, institutions, they do not pass. And now there are rules and regulations in these tournaments that the guys that are playing must pass in the classroom. So we need to strike the balance when it comes to the academics and the rugby uh, uh, pros of uh, students or of uh, young men in our villages. They need to pass. It can't be that we've got uh, students that come to institutions just to play rugby without looking at life after rugby. So our boys need to be well educated when it comes to taking opportunities that are at their disposal. There is a lot of opportunities for these boys now. It is just a question of them um, rectifying how they live their own lives when it comes to rugby and academics. Because at the institutions, we want rugby players that are serious about their academic uh, pros. Rugby players that do pass in the lecture room, then they can play rugby. It's not rugby and then academics. It is academics and then rugby. No, excellent stuff, uh, Pra Elliot. I really appreciate your time, and I'm sure you must have been proud of those two boys, Umagazole and Ulukan. Yes, definitely. I'm extremely proud of uh, them because uh, we, we can now use them as guinea pigs going forward to say, mm. uh, guys, look at Mapindi, guys, look at uh, Ulukan. Um, we, we are very, very, very proud of these guys. Mm. No, uh, job well done, Naguwe Puti. Um, I'm sure uh, at some point they will come and shake your hand and say, no, you helped them in their career. Thank you very much, Puti. All right. That's it from me, Spoom Chikeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do also catch us on timeslive.co.za, as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Pocket Cast, wherever. To connect with us, please use the hashtag SportsLive. Share your comments with us at TimesLive or at SowetanLive on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller, as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department headed by Mninawa Mchana Ntroko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now.